0: It has been such a long time. I apologise, my heartiest apologies to you if you've been waiting since a month ago for the next episode of the podcast. We are back! Try River is here and I have a wealth of stuff to chat to you about today. There have been races, left, right and centre, the Super League Arena Games, the World Series Final. Loads to get through. So stay tuned. Thanks for tuning in. This is Try Me A River. It's been a while, as I said. It's great to be back in your company. While I've been away, great things have happened. People who like cycling, swimming and running have started doing races again. People you recognise off your TV screen. The likes of the Brownlee Brothers, Georgia Taylor-Brown, Jess Learmonth and Rachel Clammer and Richard Murray and Javi Gomez, etc, etc. They have been back on their bikes, pulling their trainers on and racing for us, which is dead exciting because as you all well know, it's been a bizarre year. Since lockdown came in back in March, there just hasn't been any racing. We've been chatting about the world of virtual sport. We have had the pleasure of getting to chat to the likes of Russell White and Ben Canute, and Claire Cashmore, and Alex Matchett, and Giannis Christodoulou, and we've had a lot of fun doing that. But all of these athletes have been talking about what life has been like for them during lockdown, how they've been managing to keep their training going, whether that is in swimming pools that they have constructed in their back garden, like it was for Claire Cashmore, or whether that means they have been going out for long solo cycles and seeing nobody but an old man walking his dog. Suddenly... We are back in the professional arena again, and it is dead exciting. We're going to chat about what's been happening over the past week or two. First up, I'm going to talk you through the Super League Arena Games, a new idea which has been created to kind of bridge this transition period between lockdown and getting back to proper full-level triathlon competition. What they have done is they've created a a safe socially distanced well was it socially distanced? in a bubble of professional triathletes at least within a leisure center where the swim happens in the pool they hop out they do a cycle on Zwift and a run on Zwift that took place two weeks ago and then the big wigs at the ITU decided that they would proceed with this year's world title so we'll get to that as well we'll talk about the newly crowned world champions And we will look forward to the big races that are coming up soon because they are coming like buses. Haven't seen one for months and then bam, 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 they're coming every single weekend. So first up, I want to chat about the Super League Arena Games that happened in Rotterdam in Holland two weeks ago. An incredible event and I wasn't really sure what to make of it when I heard about the announcement. It was all going to happen indoors and... More than half of it was going to happen virtually on Zwift. So I was unsure what to make of the race, but I went with it and watched it and was surprised by how good it was and how great it was as a spectator sport. You would think, oh, I'm just effectively watching computer game characters running on a screen. But when you see how much pain the athletes are putting themselves through, you really get into it seeing their suffering on one corner of your screen and their little virtual avatars tinkling along the road on the other part of the screen. It was really, really good. So this is how it worked. There were three mini triathlons, 10 athletes in both the male and female race. So they did a swim-bike-run, then they had a three-minute break before doing a bike-run-swim, and then one more three-minute break before having a run-swim-bike to finish. The distances were 200 metres swimming, four kilometres on the bike, and one kilometre running. Ten points were allocated to the person who came first in each of those three events, all the way down to one point for the person who came tenth. It was a loaded lineup as well, so we'll start with the women's event. Jess Learmonth from Team GB turned out victorious and was dominant. She said that she used the swim as her recovery throughout the whole day's racing, and she worked really hard to hold off the impressive Rachel Clamor on the bike and run. Jess won all three stages of the women's event to sweep the floor with 30 points from 30. She had the fastest individual swim, bike and run splits and the fastest averages across all three disciplines. It was like there was only one person in it. She was on top form. The men's race was much closer. It could have gone any one of about five or six ways in a mass sprint finish on the final cycle. There were two big surprises in the men's race. When you looked at the starting lineup and saw the likes of Johnny Brownlee and Javier Gomez and Richard Murray, those would probably have been the three that you would have expected to podium. But two other athletes stole their thunder. One was a youngster called Vasco Velasa, who's only 20 years old, but he means business. Not just in the arena games, but in the world of triathlon for the next decade, I would say. There are really big things to come from this lad. He's been a real promising prospect in the youth ranks of Portuguese triathlon, apparently, for a number of years now, and he's finally getting the chance to show what he's got on the biggest stage of all. Velasa had the biggest average power output across all three bike rides and did amazingly well to come second in that loaded field he finished in the silver spot. There was another real surprise, but I won't mention him just yet. First of all, I'm going to talk about Jonas Schomburg, He's another triathlete with talent coming out of his ears. He's 26 years old, from Germany. He leapt into the lead after two of the three triathlon events. 19 points, leading the way, looking good. When the third race started, you'd have said he was the favourite to finish top. But after the race, he admitted that it was probably a lack of experience that caused him to fall to last place in that final third mini triathlon and, as a result, drop out of the podium spots. He did have the best idea in terms of how to do the run, though, at the event. First time round, he was the only athlete to go barefoot on the treadmill, saving him around five seconds, which is huge, absolutely crucial in a race of this distance because it's so short and they're not racing for much time in each of the mini triathlons. Five seconds is big. The other triathletes learnt from this trick, though, by the second one, and almost all went barefoot the second time around. However, Jonas is not the big surprise package I want to tell you about. If you're wondering, is there any justice in the world? Yes, there is. Justice Nieschlag, Another German who had a huge sprint finish in the bunch on the final Zwift cycle when there were about six of them packed together, racing for the line, mouth hanging open as he sat on the exercise bike and he pipped his German compatriot Schomberg to the win. In the end, Schomberg, Javier Gomez and Johnny Brownlee all finished on 20 points. Velasso was second on 22 points and Nischlag, nobody expected it, but Nischlag finished champion on 24 points. It was a brilliant day's racing, never seen anything like it before. I suppose it's only as good as what the athletes put in, but they were all going for it, properly gone in for it, like the gritted teeth. Jess Learmonth at the end was absolutely spent. She said after the first of the three mini triathlons that she felt smashed and didn't think she'd be able to keep on going, but did and won the remaining two events. Just brilliant. Really, really good fun to watch. I'd recommend it. I think it's going to become a regular thing because it was such a success. I don't know where the next one's going to be, but it's worth looking out for. So the Super League arena games, I guess, will be a thing until the normal Super League series can get back in earnest. Super League have done a lot to transform how Triathlon's done, and how it is watched and engaged with by the public over the past few years. And I imagine this is the direction triathlons going, moving away from the more traditional distances and trying to find more engaging, exciting ways to show it off. So this is probably what we're heading for in the future. I guess using Zwift was a bit of an experiment, but it worked. And yeah, I'd be excited to see where it goes next. Then, last Saturday and Sunday, finally, we got to see... Some ITU racing in earnest. After what has been the strangest year in history, for me anyway, in my lifetime, I have never seen another year like it where we spent so much time at home trying to be as creative as possible with how we train, how we get out to see the great outdoors around us. It was just really refreshing to see professional athletes, even without crowds at the side of the road, it was just great to see people hopping in the water, getting on their bikes Going for a run and bursting through the ribbon at the end. The ITU decided that instead of the series that has been largely cancelled, they would condense the world title into a one race competition. Winner takes all. And that happened in Hamburg last Saturday. The men's event was taken by Vincent Louis, who was cool as a cucumber and got his second consecutive world title. After a fantastic swim that had helped to put him in a leading bike pack with Ali Brownlee and his countryman, Dorian Connings. It was really only on the run that Louise was able to tear away from them. He had a couple of people come with him in the run. Leo Berger and that man again, Vasco Velasa, from the Arena Games, you remember? Came second again. Second in the Arena Games, second in the World Series Final and second in the world because it was down to one race. vanson said afterwards, I knew I was in good shape. I've spent the last six weeks doing a lot of sessions with some of the top guys in the world. I had the two young guys with me in the run, so I was a bit scared, but I pushed the pace with one lap to go. And he said he was so happy that his colleague Leo Berger took third because it was a great race for France and it was and there was more to come for France the following day but hold on we will get to that other honorable mentions go to Alex Yi, who finished fifth top five finish in the world series is great going from Alex he also got the fastest run split of the day doing his 5k in 14 minutes 24 lightning fast Ali Brownlee came in in 9th and that top 10 finish from Ali becomes all the more impressive when you hear about what he did the next day. So that race in Hamburg, the World Series, was at 4 o'clock German time. Ali finished top 10 in that race, brilliant racing, then hopped on a plane that night, got back to the Lake District and not only competed in the Helvellyn, the brutal Helvellyn triathlon, following morning on the Sunday, but won it. A frightening race. You need to look at the race profile for that race if you don't yet appreciate how much of an achievement this is for Ali. After top 10 at the World Series sprint distance, he then went and won the Helvellyn Triathlon in the Lake District the following day. Absolute monster. I don't know how Ali does it. like Turning out the long distance Ironman wins, hopping down to sprint distance, finishing top 10, doing a middle distance mountain race and winning, he's such an all-rounder. So big, big kudos to Ali. And one other person to mention, apart from Johnny Brownlee, who finished a sort of disappointing 31st, just behind, Justice as niche-like. One other person I want to mention is friend of the podcast, Russell White, who came in in 56th. Still a solid time, 53 minutes 44. Russell, big respect. Well done. Come back stronger next year. Then, moving on to the women's race... Even more celebrations for Team GB after Jess Learmonth's win in the Arena Games the week before. More success for British triathlon racing as Georgia Taylor-Brown cruised to the title and looked so strong. She held off some huge talents, the likes of Taylor Spivey, Cassandra Beaugrand, even Bermuda's Flora Duffy, who ended up taking silver, just ahead of Laura Lindemann from Germany. Katie Zafirez was also in there, Vicky Holland was in there, Summer Rappaport, Rachel Clammer, big names. They all wanted to get in on the action, but Georgia held them all off. She said she wasn't confident at all. She felt like the arena games that she had taken part in the week before hadn't painted her in a great light in terms of her performance. She didn't feel like she had a lot to give, but out in the roads, she looked fantastic. After the swim in the bike, There were quite a lot of people gathered together it was a tight race you weren't sure which way it was going to go but in terms of the run georgia reigned supreme she went on to dictate the pace of the race quickly built up around a 10 second advantage going into the second of the two laps obviously flora duffy incredible legendary athlete that she is she was never going to give up so kept chasing but couldn't quite make up the deficit The new world champion, Georgia, said she felt really comfortable setting off in the run. She enjoyed running on the gravel and thought, let's just go for it. Flora Duffy was interviewed afterwards and being a two-time world champion herself, knows what it takes to get there. She said it was a huge race for her. She's had a good progression on her run over the past few months, having not done any racing at all, all year, but was proud of how she got on. She knows she's a competitor and every time she lines up at a world championship, she said she wants to win. There's a little bit of a sting being that close and not winning, but she feels it's good progression and sets her up nicely for Tokyo next year, which is probably the case for so many of the athletes involved. Brilliant win for Georgia, Flora in second, Laura Lindemann in third, in terms of the other British girls, Jess Learmonth came in in seventh, Beth Potter in 21st, and Vicky Holland was back in 31st. But a great day for one British girl in particular, and that was GTB up at the top of the podium where she belongs. Fastest run split of the day with 16.43. Imperious performance. Let's hope it's the first of many. And one other stat to mention, just to show how great a legacy female British triathlon has left in its wake. Georgia Taylor-Brown's win this year is the fourth female world champion that Britain have had in the past decade. After Helen Jenkins in 2011, non-Stamford in 2013, Vicky Holland in 2018 and now GTB in 2020 what a decade it's been for the sport what a decade it's been for British female triathlon let's hope that continues let's hope they inspire the next generation who look at the likes of Georgia and Vicky and Non and Helen and think I want to do that as well I want to be able to push the likes of Flora Duffy and Katie Zafiras as close as that let's hope they're watching let's hope they were inspired and let's hope they take to the road soon for when those races kick off again before i go anywhere i must give a quick mention to the mixed relay event which took place on the sunday in hamburg and the british team were back on the podium again with a great third place finish georgie taylor ryan was back on the podium alongside jess learmonth alex Ye, and the bright young talent Barkley isard also the owner of one of the best names on earth Barkley. Followed up his top 20 performance in the individual men's race with a brilliant effort in the team mixed relay, putting Britain in third place, just behind the USA in second. And top of the podium was the unstoppable, stellar French lineup, winning the mixed relay world title for the second time on the spin. And <clears throat> this gives me the chance to practice some of my <laughs> superb French pronunciation. That team was composed of Léonie Perriot, Cassandra Beaugrand, Léo Berger, and Dorian Connix. Such a great team, and you think that that doesn't even include the men's individual champion, Vincent Louis. They have so much talent in their ranks, the French, and must be hot, hot favourites to win the mixed relay title in Tokyo. One more race to mention before I go is the ITU World Cup event that is happening in Karlovy Vary in the Czech Republic this coming weekend and is top to bottom rock and roll big names all through the lineup and it wouldn't usually be so for those of you who haven't heard of World Cup events as opposed to World Series events, World Series is like the triathlon version of the Premier League. Those are the big races that the big dogs compete in. The World Cup is kind of like your championship, the second tier series, and usually the big names wouldn't enter it. It would be for the ones who couldn't quite make it into the World Series events or are still waiting for their chance at the World Series. But because everybody has been waiting a lifetime in 2020 to get their trainers on and go and compete, All the big hitters are in this World Cup event this coming weekend in the Czech Republic. So, Van Sant-Louise, newly crowned World Series champion. The big Norwegians like Christian Blumenfeldt and Gustav Iden. Uh, Richard Murray's going to be there. Jonas Schomburg's going to be there. It's a race that is worth keeping an eye on. And the same applies in the women's field. They're keen to keep motivated. They're keen to keep moving. Katie Zafiras is going to be there. Georgia Taylor-Brown, the new world champion, is going to be there. Jess Learmonth, Rachel Klammer, Flora Duffy. The names go on and on. Big, big races happening in the Czech Republic this weekend. Even though it's not in the top tier, it's going to be top level racing. So I'll keep you up to speed with how that one goes when we next meet in our next podcast together. So really, this was just like a little reunion. I was missing you. That's all it was. And there's been a lot of great racing, so I'm glad that we've got to fill you in on all the triathlon activity from the past few weeks. I look forward to getting more guests on in the next few episodes. We'll have more races to chat through. Fingers crossed there will be some public races in the not too distant future and we can start talking about things that you and me can enter for ourselves. Yes, it's great that we can watch our heroes competing On the roads again or on Zwift at the Arena Games. But wouldn't it be a different level of incredible if we were able to get involved ourselves and get back out doing our own local triathlon or duathlon races, given the time of year it is? Hopefully, it's not too far away. (coughs) Feel free to go back and listen to the back catalogue of episodes that we have. There are some great interviews there, really worth spending a little bit of time getting inspired by the stories of the people that we've had the pleasure of chatting to. If you want, get in touch with me, fire me questions, give me suggestions about where we can go with the podcast, who you'd like to hear me chat to. The email address is the same as ever. It doesn't change. TryMeARiver at gmail.com or you can find me on Twitter at the handle TryMeARiver. Go and do great things with your week. Whatever you've got lined up, whatever is hidden in the recesses of your mind, if you've got an idea for something you want to do, If you've got a challenge on your bike that you'd like to attempt, give it a bash. Now is the time. Live exciting lives. Tell me about how you get on and come back next time. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your company. I'll see you soon.